Mission Control, we are go for spitballing. Three, two, one. Here we go. Welcome to the Spitballing with Ecom Elite Podcast. Spending time dropping knowledge from luxury locations all around the world. It's seven-figure entrepreneurs, Todd Snively and Chris Keith, with the inside scoop on how to really obtain freedom through e-commerce. Get ready to learn how to make money online with your hosts, Todd and Chris. So, let's get started. Hello, everybody. Chris here again for another episode of Spitballing with Todd and Chris. Today, we're going to discuss live events, masterminds, and why I think they are critical to your success. So let's dig in. Why do I feel these events and getting together with people is so important? I will, uh, I will admit to you that prior to the recent couple months, I didn't necessarily think that was the case. But not only is that my opinion that I believe it's important to go to events like this, but I think it's actually the key to your success. And I think that's a broad, uh, a strong statement. But I can speak not only from just opinion, I can speak from fact as well. I have the advantage now of of moderating and, and working with and, and maintaining a, a fairly sizable group with our Ecom Elite community. We're a membership that typically runs about eleven to twelve hundred people strong, with people coming in and, and going out, and so a, a pretty steady flow over the last two years of people coming in the community, succeeding or not, and um, and then going about their way or, or sticking around in the community. And there's a common thread that I find with people that do well, and that thread is just as I described, reaching out communicating with, talking with, connecting with like-minded individuals. And I'm a, it's interesting, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a paradox, I believe, in that my background is is psychology. I, I am a bit of a, a student of the human mind. I enjoy the connection of what we think, how we feel, uh, and how that relates to success or lack thereof. And I think those two things are inextricably connected. I think there's a, a deep connection between what we think, whether it's whether I believe I'm sick or I'm healthy, uh, whether I believe I'm happy or I'm sad, whether I believe I'm successful or not, the thinking part leads to success. As much as I know that fundamentally, and as much as I know the science supports that, somehow I thought that reaching out, going to see people wasn't necessarily that important. I am wrong. I I my my belief system is based on my own um, my own tilted view, which is related to my own uh, insecurities, my own introversion. I am what you would call, and I've seen uh, there's great blog posts about this and conversations about this, and this may be you as well. I am a reluctant extrovert. Now you may say, "Oh my goodness, you're out of your mind, Chris." At this point, you have hundreds of hours of you recording videos and rec recording your voice and talking and communicating and you stand up on stage or you stand in front of rooms full of people and you you talk and you teach and you train. I do and I enjoy that. I enjoy that a lot. But I have to say, however, that is not my natural instinct. Truly, my natural instinct is to lay back in the weeds and just be by myself. 
And I think that is a, that's a dangerous one. And I, I know that's a characteristic that's not conducive to, to success. So I overcome that and I, I have to work at that. That's, a, that's something that challenges me every day. But that being said, I think that's also what a great number of people face as well. I'm, I'm certainly not alone in that regard. Even if you're a bit of an extrovert, putting yourself out there and, and exposing yourself only opens up the chance that we may be rebuffed, we may be um, not successful, we may fail, right? We talk about this a lot in mindset and this kind of stuff that we, we as human beings, we actively avoid pain, we actively avoid failure. So why would we want to go to a room full of 10, 50, 100, 200 people or more? I mean, some events are big in the thousands of people. Why would I want to put myself out there more with a chance that I can put my hand out there and say, hello, my name is Chris, my name is insert your name, and have that person sort of look at you sideways or scoff or laugh or whatever. I mean, that's a possibility. And some people are, are jerks. Very, very rarely does that happen, though. So back to why I believe live events are so critically important, why I believe they need to be in your arsenal of tools. I think, I think that Training, education, videos, modules, those are all fantastic. PDFs, books, ebooks, all of that, all of those things, all of that leads to a bigger picture of increasing your awareness, your knowledge, uh, and intelligence in your market. The missing element in our space, however, is that human connection. Now, like I said, I was not really sold on the idea so much. I didn't go to a lot of live events, I didn't think they were necessary. Not because I didn't really think they were necessary for my own growth. Well, I guess, I guess I did, but, but I, I thought I, I work by myself. I work on my own. This is a, this is a solo, uh, solo effort. So what's the big deal? Why do I need to be doing that? Well, let me, let me try to give you some, some facts here. Again, like I said, this is not purely opinion. It's based on data. It's based on what I've seen. It's based on the community, that community that Todd and I have built and the success I've seen with the common thread that People that go to live events, attend events, meet other people are more successful. When I was, when you, when you, if you're working full time and I'll speak from my own personal experience, when we are working full time in our respective jobs, we have a built in community, right? We have a built in tribe. We have coworkers. We have usually, even if we telecommute, we have an office, we have a location somewhere in the world that quarterly semi-annually, annually, at least sometime, we go to corporate office. There's an HR person that kind of oversees the whole thing. We're part of something. We're part of a group, right? That actually matters. We are a uh, group kind of based animal, a, a clan, a pack. We don't like to be completely solo. We don't, we, we just don't, that's not how we roll. So when you're at working at a job, you've, you've got, that's built in for you. That's an inherent part of how things work. What we're talking about in our space, we want all of the geographic independence, right? We want freedom. We want to be able to work in our underpants in the in the living room while while Breaking Bad is on, or a TV show or movie, whatever. That that's all well and good, and I think that's that's I know that's quite possible. Heck, that's you know maybe that's happened to me once or twice. <laughs> but what what's missing though is that human element. When it comes to our space in particular, we're not accountants, we're not lawyers, we're not kind of that you know, chiropractic group, we're not that sort of, oh, I get what that is thing. 
we're in we're we're charting new waters. Now, as much as e-commerce is huge and Amazon is massive, you know, you look you you may be listening or looking at your um, phone or wherever you're listening to this and say, Chris, that's silly. E-commerce isn't new. They're billion-dollar companies, billion-dollar businesses. I mean, that's that's dumb. Everybody knows. Not not quite. In fact, I I will dare say I still meet people that will tell me I've never bought anything on Amazon before. That blows my mind. So the fact that that even exists means there's a significant percentage of the population that does not know what we do. How many times do you go to baby showers and barbecues and uh, PTA meetings and sitting on an airplane? What do you do? I work in e-commerce. Uh-huh. And they turn quickly and go talk to somebody else. Or what does that even mean? Or I, I, I run an Amazon business. I get the quite often, oh, yes, my nephew does that. He sells some stuff on eBay as well. Well, that's great. But are we talking about the same thing? Of course, we're not talking about the same thing. It's not even in the same. It's not even in the same ballpark. Right. But yet that is how the conversation usually goes. So what does the live event do for us? What it does is the meetups, the meet and greets, the live events, the masterminds. It puts us in a tribe or a community of like minded folks. It's people that speak our language. It is our community. When I say something or I ask a question, I know that person knows exactly what I'm talking about. So over the past two years, we've built the Ecom Elite community. And we have had, a num- ourselves, uh, Todd and I, we have had a number of live events. We're going on eight, I think, nine, between London and Wixom, Michigan, and some other locations around the country. We've been to a number of different places where we put these events on ourselves. And I can tell you there is a measurable difference always in the people that attend events live and those that do not People that have come to our group early on, now maybe they like us, maybe they don't, maybe you fall in love with somebody, just kind of their teaching style, and maybe they don't. I mean, it was very fun. Todd and I were at an event in uh, Mexico this past week, and it's really amazing to see some people that kind of started out with us. We are a, I'm not going to say a low-cost mastermind, but as as far as live face-to-face meetings, trainings, um, masterminds or live events, our, our price point is quite low relative to many. I say that because the, the Mexico event was about 10, about 10,000 bucks for that ticket. Um, it's expensive, expensive. Um, I went to an event in Providence, Rhode Island. I went to an event down in, um, in Dallas, Texas, the event in Mexico in particular was interesting because some of the people that I met there, I had seen before at our events, they showed up and they they learned some training and we uh, they 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 learned what they needed to learn and I I think we we always advance in our knowledge and I think Todd and I definitely speak to a subset of people um, that we know how to launch a business on Amazon grow it get it to a point of probably we're comfortable talking about growing to five eight ten fifteen million but it's amazing when you get kind of past that and you sort of outgrow people and that's okay. But what you do is you latch on to another tribe. So in Mexico, we saw people that were part of our group originally or we had seen before or I'd seen through the years with e-commerce. Now they're just doing incredibly big things and they're totally able to afford to walk away from their business for four or five days and spend 10,000 bucks to go down to Cancun, Mexico. I love that. That comes from 
meeting and latching on to people that you can relate to right now. And that morphs and that evolves. And that's okay to go to the next group and the bigger group. But start somewhere. Go to an event. Create a mastermind. This Mexico event was crazy with the amount of little groups and uh, and subsets and people that got to know each other and became really friendly quickly. And, and it's clear that, hey, I'm going to come to Boston. Hey, I'm going to come down to Atlanta. I'm going to go over to Australia. We need to get together and let's you find like-minded individuals. And finally, it's like that office, if you will. It's like that group of people. It's like those friends. It's like the, the, the folks that you know. Again, your community, your tribe, your group, they speak your language. It doesn't always have to be exactly related to what you're talking about either in your particular business. If you're an Amazon seller, that's great. I went to an event that related to uh, merch, Amazon merch. The you know We've talked about print-on-demand things and custom products and these kind of things. We've been talking about that in our group. And reaching out to that group is interesting because I learn more about those problems and the successes and the failures. And that allows me to get some ideas for where I can improve on my business or our, our ideas on what Todd and I are going to do with that space. We went to a ClickFunnels event. We are we're, Todd and I are very proud. Um, we, we had not a lot of deal, dealings with the ClickFunnels space other than it was a great piece of software and worked well. At the time, we actually accepted an award down in Dallas. It was the, the two comma award, meaning we built a, a sales funnel that last year did over a million dollars in revenue. Prior to that, we hadn't really known too much about that community and that tribe. And that is uh, the guy that runs that is his name is Russell Brunson, and he makes no bones about it. He's building. He jokes about um, things being a cult versus a culture, and he's got a he had a funny T-shirt he gave out to everybody. One among many t-shirts he gave out, but one was, it's not a uh, uh, click funnels, it's a culture. And he, 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 he uh, X'd off the, the URE at the end of culture. So it, it, you know, it's a cult. There's not, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And in fact, I think that kind of mentality is fantastic because you're building not only, you can find not only people, when you go to live events, you find not only people that speak your language, but you find people that are all in. You find people that get it, that say, I'm making this thing work at all costs. I'm going to go talk to people that know what I'm saying and I've got a problem or I'm stuck or I don't get it or I'm not winning or I have a failure here. I need to I need to fix this log jam. And I can wallow in it and I can stare at my computer and I can read and I can guess and I can try to figure this out or I can spend a couple thousand bucks and I'm going to go out there and I'm going to learn myself. We, we're so funny with these things. We'll spend 10, 15, 20 $50,000 a year in a college education for four years on a very, very specific topic. But the whole idea of going, oh gosh, two or 3,000 bucks to go down to, 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 to an event and meet with some people that know how to solve the problems that I have to meet other successful individuals, I'm reluctant to do that. I scratch my head and think, this is exactly the education that people are looking for. So even as an introvert, as a, as a reluctant introvert, as a person that doesn't necessarily like to go, I'll freely admit, when I'm at these events, I like very much to close myself in a, in a room and just kind of sit there and do my own thing, which is ridiculous, right? I've paid to be there. I need to go there. So I force myself out of my comfort zone to extend my hand and say, hi, I'm Chris. This is what I do. It's not always easy. But I challenge you to do the same thing. When I was at that event, the, a couple couple takeaways here. Something I learned at the Providence 
uh, event, there were a couple things that some of the speakers on stage had said that was really funny. One of the guys at the, the event in Providence, well, um, the the MC, the, the the gentleman running the running the event, said, "Listen, when you're networking and talking to people, the guy or gal that's the most quiet, that's just sitting there, kind of off doing their own thing." they may be the person you really want to talk to. The quietest person in the room is probably the person you want to talk to most. And I thought that was fascinating because when I was in Mexico, an unassuming dude that I didn't know much about before, and he wasn't this guru, he wasn't an expert, he was just a guy that went to the event to learn more information. That person, he's uh, in the Pacific Northwest, he does $24 million a year in Amazon private label sales quietly in the background never heard of him don't know him he runs on his own private label 24 million dollars that blew my mind again why i thought i have got to do a podcast episode on this i am not going to uh, i'm lying i'm going to toot my own horn here <laughs> at the event that i was at in providence i didn't reach out and extend my hand to to, to lots of people but I had almost nobody come up to me and say, hey, how are you? I'm not giving myself stroke here um, uh, uh, other than to show the example that the gentleman in Mexico doing $24 million was a, a sizable seller, probably one of the bigger sellers there in that room. That was a room full of successful people. The event in Providence was a much lower ticket price. It was about 500 bucks, not 10000 And that it was packed full of relatively new people. I'm a, I'm a resource. I would gladly have spoken to anybody and helped anybody. But it's amazing how few people came up and said, hey, who are you? What do you do? What, what kind of business are you in? I would have loved to have helped. And I thought, man, that's interesting. I, people didn't come up and talk to me. I would have gladly helped some folks for sure. That is the case with most live events. So attend the events. Extend your hand. Go meet people. Get out of your shell. Break out of that space that you're in and find your own community. Find like-minded individuals. Humans are all different. Of course, there are people that are going to have some things that you like to hear, things you don't like to hear. Someone that's really tied into kind of the sports scene and you can kind of click on that level, some that you don't have any connection with. You will find your community. You'll find your tribe beyond what you do in your day-to-day -day business. That will help take you to the next level. So whether it's our events that we we do in Wixom, Michigan, whether it's events you know, around the country that are kind of related, attend one, attend an event and, and see what that does for your business. I know, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, the data that we see. I communicate with people now, thousands of people uh, that have come and gone in our group. I know the folks that say, I was stuck. I couldn't do it. I felt lost. I came to an event. I came to your event and it freed my head up to understand what I was missing and I have exploded my business. Now, it's not magic. It's not a magic pill. No matter where you go or what you do, you have to execute and implement on the information. There's no two ways about that. There's no panacea anywhere. There are no shortcuts. There's no one thing that's going to solve all your problems or answer all your questions. But if you do it correctly and you go with the intention of saying, okay, I'm going to roll up my sleeves and I don't care what people think about me, say about me. I'm going to dig in and I'm going to ask this question and I'm going to get my roadblocks knocked down so I can go to the next level. So you can attend, attend an event that's 1500 bucks and then maybe the next one at 5,000 and then maybe go to a mastermind that's 10,000. 
Todd and I are considering with another group going to um, an annual fee of $25,000. That's a huge nut. People may roll their eyes and go, oh my Lord, that's so much money. Sure. But what are you doing when you, when you interact with a community like that? You're interacting with people that say, I get it. This is like a year at university. I'm going to pay the money because I know I'm going to be in a small room full of people that are doing exactly what I'm doing, looking to grow a big company and make it bigger. That's the kind of community and group that I want to associate with. So get out there, challenge yourself, find events to go to, attend one of our events if you want to. We'd love to have you. We have these and we keep these very different than most. We keep them very small for this reason because people are a little bit reluctant and it's harder when the room's 100 people or 200 or 5,000 people. It's very, very hard to achieve what you want to achieve. When we're talking about events that are 15 to 20 people, my goodness, is that much more fun. Back to the old uh, reluctant uh, extrovert. I like that too because it's a room that I can work and it's smaller and I feel better about it. Uh, That's just how we roll. I don't like to look at a sea of 500 people and go, gosh, I hope I can help everybody here. I can do so with 15 to 20. That's why we do the events that we do. But if you don't love that style and you say, well, I want to go to a big event that's got 1,000 people, then I want to shake everybody's hand, go. I implore you, go. I learned my lesson a while back. Find your community. Find your tribe. Find the quietest person in the room. Talk to them. Find their story. See what's going on. Build your business to the next level. Hope you enjoyed it. I look forward to talking to you all in the next episode.